0: Anyway, I'd like to welcome everyone. Would you all stand to receive the word of God today? Uh, let's read from uh, Colossians chapter 1, 13 and 14. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into kingdom of son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. This is the word of God. You. you may be seated. Some of you may know uh, Lavi Zacharias, Uh He was one of the leading apologist, preacher, evangelist. Uh, He recently passed away. I had a chance to uh, watch his funeral service uh, over the YouTube. And uh, I was emotionally kind of... I I became very emotional just watching his funeral service. Uh, His brother, his daughter... Uh, many uh, people actually came out and shared the life that he impact in their lives. Uh, Lavi Zakaria was he was atheist and pessimist until the age of 17. At the age of 17, he tried to commit suicide by swallowing poison, but he failed. Glad he failed uh, the attempting suicide. Uh, While he was in the hospital, a local uh, Christian lady visited him and handed him over the Bible so his mom can read the Bible for him. It was, uh, Lavi said, it was John 14, 19 that touched him as his mother was reading the Bible for him. This is the passage. Because I live, you will also live. Because I live, you also will live. And that he thought... This may be my only hope, a new way of living. Life as defined it by the author of life. He committed his life to Christ, praying that, Jesus, if you are the one who gives life as it is meant to be, I want it. Please get me out of this hospital bed, and I promise I will leave no stone unturned in my pursuit of truth from that hospital bed to the way we went to be with the lord a few weeks ago lavi served the lord 57 straight years and impact millions of people i think the most beautiful story is that the story of how jesus transformed one's life today's text actually talks about Beautiful story in doctrine When you meet Jesus in person, you know where you stand. You know your position in Jesus Christ. I want to read the passage once again. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, redemption, the forgiveness of sin the book of colossians two part first part talks about doctrine and second part talks about application of that doctrine and we'll face doctrinal part today where do we stand in christ uh, first point jesus rescued us from the dominion of darkness Let's read verse 13 again. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness. He has rescued us from the dominion of darkness. Once we were lived in darkness, I want to say we were darkness itself. Even if we think we did something good, it wasn't good because we were living in darkness. We were born in darkness, lived in darkness, And that was us. Yet, Jesus invited us, visited us. He came into our lives while we're still in darkness. He came to make us the children of light. Therefore, every follower of Jesus Christ do have testimony. You have testimony and I have testimony. It is all different. But whether it was a quiet conversion experience or loud one, we all have conversion experiences. We're at a moment that we gave our life to Christ. Maybe some of you guys, maybe uh, you are born in a Christian family, but you will know. You have, you have the, the conviction because one moment of your life, one moment in your life, you gave your life to Christ. Jesus visited me when I was in high school in, in senior year. I thought... Even though I was growing up in Christian school, my father, though he wasn't Christian, he forced me to go to church. So I grew up in that kind of setting, the culture. But I never met Jesus in a personal way. I remember the, the day I gave my life to Christ. I thought the gospel message was for someone else, it wasn't for me. But I had a moment that the love of Christ was manifested to me so clearly, so vividly. I couldn't resist Him. It was a cold winter night. I spent hours in tears and prayer. And and the moment, I still remember vividly, there was a moment that I gave my life to Christ. But come to think of it, it wasn't my decision. Uh, It was the Holy Spirit who helped me to make that decision. So I would say it was grace of God. Uh, Jesus said in John 6, 44, no one, can, no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him and I will raise him up at the last day. It was God, it was Holy Spirit who working in my life. Draw me to him. It was the Father who gave us salvation. Therefore, no one can boast about your salvation. He saved us when we were in darkness. We were drawn. We didn't have any chance to grab any helping hand because we would completely die. Just Christ came and rescued us while we were unconscious, while we were death, the stage. Uh, Jesus said in Luke chapter 10, uh, verse 10, uh, 19, 10, for the Son of Man came to seek and to save what was lost. He saw us and he found us. It was one-way visitation. Therefore, we have to know that we cannot save us. I think that's the important lesson that we have told on to. We cannot save ourselves. It is only by grace of God you and I can be saved. That's where we stand. That's our position. Second point I want to make is this. God brought us, brought us into the kingdom of the Son He loves. Jesus rescued us from the dominion of darkness and move us to light so that we can live as the citizens of his kingdom. Let's read verse 13 again. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves. Do you remember uh, uh, Craig Hill? He visited us beginning of our year. Remember he talked about arm dealers. American and British army had a fight. Uh, actually, they were trying to make a uh, treaty. They don't want to really fight. They don't want to lose anybody. But there was a first fight but It was released by armed dealer. A lot of things happening in U.S. Racism is unsolved sin that we face Today, we're still facing today. You know what? But racism is sin. This is not a political position. It is a biblical position. Therefore, we have to fight until God's justice is taking place in this land. But we have to be aware also, this is a spiritual matter. It's not really skin color matter. It is spiritual matter. We have to be aware who is beyond all these things. What does this kingdom of the Son mean? The kingdom means there's a king, right? There's a king who reigns. And Jesus Christ is the king who reigns. So simply to put, the kingdom of the Son is the kingdom Jesus reigns. And we are citizens of God's kingdom, his kingdom. When Jesus reigns over us as a king, we experience peace. For he is the prince of peace. You know, I couldn't help myself crying over U.S. last week. And I prayed for God's mercy upon us, this land. And realized more and more, hey, we need Jesus. This America needs Jesus. Jesus is the only way to resolve all the conflicts that we go through in this life. You cannot be followers follow of Jesus and being racist. There's no way. When Jesus reigns, he will make you a servant to serve and love other people. Therefore, Jesus is the only answer for this generation and generation to come. When you become a citizen of God's kingdom, you cannot abide in darkness. You will begin to walk with him in the light. When you walk in the light, you are walking with God. Lavi Zachariah's daughter, Sarah, uh, said in her death funeral like this, My father always wanted to talk about Jesus. Now he's talking with Jesus in heaven. Her words shows what kind of life or dad, Lavi uh, live in this world. Lavi walk with Jesus. 1 John 1, 7 says, But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, purify us for all sins. You see, there is a reason that Jesus redeemed you, that you can walk with him in the light. We are no longer belong to the dominion of darkness. Aren't you glad? We are citizens and children of light. Therefore, let's act like citizens of God's kingdom. Give him total control over. Let not, let's not crucify Jesus again. On the cross, we are redeemed. Last and third point is this. In Jesus, we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. The rescuing, this rescue and moving us from dominion of darkness to the light and making us the citizen of his kingdom means that we are redeemed. That's what 1414 is about. In whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. In whom, this is Jesus, Right? As I was meditating these verse, one hymnal hymn that came into my mind, my father's, physical father's favorite hymn. I, I, I only knew by Korean, 주 안에 있는 나에게. But I checked the English one. But this is how English goes: The trusting heart to Jesus clings, nor any ill forbod. But at the cross of Calvary sings, praise God for lifted road. the difference goes like this singing i go along life is road, praising the lord praising the lord singing i go along life's road, for jesus said jesus said lift in my road what a joy to walk with jesus christ what a joy to walk with Jesus Christ. In this journey of life, we'll still have challenges and obstacles to tackle. Yet, we, as we walk with Jesus, will finish the race. We'll finish the race. Redemption means you have to pay to acquire something. And Jesus paid the price with his own precious blood to redeem us, acquire us. By his sacrificial payment, you and I, we are redeemed. Romans 3.25, Paul said, God presented him as a sacrifice of atonement. Through faith in his blood, he did this to demonstrate his justice. Because in his forbearance, he had left the sins committed beforehand, unpunished. Unplun- Do you know this song? I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. It's our song. I've been redeemed by the blood of Lamb. I've been leading by the blood of Lamb. I've been leading by the blood of Lamb. Feel it, Holy Ghost, I am. All my sins are washed away. I've been leading. Right after I became a Christian, I, I learned this song. I, as I was meditating, you know, lyrics, I was like, oh. I was actually learning English with this song oh my goodness I love this meaning redemption I'm redeemed not by my own work but it was by the precious blood of Jesus Christ I didn't do anything to I wasn't qualified to be saved I actually deserved to get punishment but by the grace of God by precious sacrifice of Jesus Christ I am redeemed. And let's hear from the Paul. Paul said in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 15, 10, But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace to me was not without effect. No, I walked harder than all of them. Yet, not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Paul emphasized the grace of God again and again and again. He was, he was persecuting the church. right? He wanted to kill all the Christians. Yet, Jesus visited him in his life and saved him. The life that he lived afterward, he realized, hey, you know what? It wasn't I. It was him. It was Jesus Christ. Once he became our Lord and Savior, he is walking together with you. So giving yourself, surrendering yourself to God is so precious thing. God has given us free will. You know, we can exercise that free will Just give our lives to Jesus. Lord, I belong to you. I'm no longer the owner of my life. I'm not a lord. You are the lord. That's why profession is so important. Professing that he, Lord, you are the lord of lord king of kings. Be my lord and lord, king. Then he will start to reign over you, walk with you. And he will gonna, you're gonna finish your journey of life with him. John Vernon's book, Pilgrim's Progress, uh, the main character named Christian was searching for the truth all over the places. And before he found the truth, he carried heavy burdens on his back. After Christian met evangelists, this is what he confessed. I fear that this burden upon my back will sink me lower than grave, and I shall fall into hell. And the thoughts of these things make me cry. We too, like a character named Christians, carry burden of sin on our back. Only way to get rid of this burden of sin is simply give them to Jesus. Simply surrender Ourself to Jesus. God is holy God. That's how Bible teaches, right? God is holy God, and so without a little of sins, we cannot approach to God. But while we're still sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. He paid the penalty of sin for us, so that we can approach to God with boldness. For this reason, Jesus came. He came to rescue us from the dominion of darkness and move us from the kingdom of his son. He came so that you and I can be redeemed. However, though this is freely given, that doesn't mean it's cheap. He gave all to redeem us. Let's not take it for granted. You know, Grace that we have experienced, this is the precious thing. He had to give all to save us. So let's not take it lightly. God's grace is amazing grace. We have to treasure that. And we have to live like children of light. Trusting him, relying on him, Utilize his power to tackle any challenge that we face now this, this journey of our life. Second Corinthians 8, 9 said, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich, yes he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor so that you through his poverty might become rich. He want us to be rich spiritually. That's why he though he was rich he became uh, poor. I want to Conclude my message. Uh, you, some of you, I mean, most of you, I saw the movie Saving Private Ryan, right? That's one of my favorite movies. And this movie was based on true story. During the World War IV, uh, four brothers went to uh, war, and three of them died. So U.S. government sent a troop uh, to save one last survived uh, brother for his family. Tom Hank was playing the captain, uh, role of Captain Miller. His mission was... To bring Private Ryan safe home. In his process, uh, in this, this process of bringing Private Ryan, all of Captain Miller's troop, including himself, died in the mission, on the mission field. When Captain Miller got severe injury, Private Ryan kneeled before Captain Miller. Captain Miller was high school English teacher, and father and husband. Before. Captain Miller died, he said to James Ryan, James, earn this, earn it. And at the end of the movie, James Ryan visited Memorial Cemetery after 50 years and kneeled down again before the tombs of John Miller and thinking about all the soldiers who sacrificed for him to live. And Ryan asks his wife, did I live good life? Am I a good man? Wife knew James so well. So, this is how she answered to James Yes, of course you are. You are a good man. And that moment, James Ryan remembered again James uh, John Miller's last word earn this, earn it. When I think of this movie, I'm thinking about my salvation, and I'm thinking of your salvation. I was like Private Ryan, you were like Private Ryan. There was a war between good and evil, and we lost battle. But in the heaven, God sent His commander to save us, save me, save you. Even if I was only one left in the battlefield, God would send Jesus to save me. Jesus, like Captain Miller, leaving 99 ships behind and searching for one lost ship. That ship was me. That ship was you we are redeemed by Jesus Christ. That's where we stand. We are redeemed. And let's live like one who is redeemed. Amen. Let's pray together. Thank you, Lord, for rescuing us from the dominion of darkness and move us to the light where you are being king Thank you for your sacrificial love so that we can be redeemed. Help us to live, the children of your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.